Welcome to the Blissing Out podcast. My name is Katie Benford, and I'm the founder of the spiritual development brand, Blissing Out. I'm a women's embodiment coach, as well as a master manifestation coach, and it is my soul's mission to help as many women as I can become the most blissed out version of themselves. My intent with this podcast is to help you step into your internal abundance, manifest your craziest desires, and inspire you to take the very first steps into your dream life. Consider this podcast to be your weekly dose of spirituality, motivation, manifestation tips and tricks, mindset hacks, and so much more. I am so excited to be going on this journey with you to help you realize the infinite power that is already within you. Thank you so much for pressing play today, and let's create some bliss together. Hello, my Blissing Out babes. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome back to the Blissing Out podcast. It's Katie, um, and today we're going to be talking about a topic that is a pretty tough one for me to admit um, and to accept, but I know that by recording this episode, it does help me process it, and I'm hoping it's going to do the same for you. Um, I do want to also say um, I apologize that my voice is a little bit uh raspier today. I had to, I was celebrating my birthday this weekend and I think that I just was talking a lot and my voice is just a little bit, a little bit tired today, but I wanted to get this podcast episode out because it is really important and it's something that I'm currently going through in my life. So I know in a year like 2022, I know that other people have to be going through this. Um, so I just wanted to talk about it today and So what we're going to be discussing today is about how and why darkness is a necessary part of a spiritual journey and how it's a vital component component to seeing the light. So I know that um, a lot of people struggle with this, so I do want to preface this episode with a trigger warning and disclaimer as well because I know, again, people struggle with shadow work. Um, I think I'm going to talk about some body image issues, traumatic experiences, and anything of the like. The Blissing Out podcast is not a substitute for medical or mental health advice or help, as I'm not a licensed therapist, uh, psychiatrist, or psychologist. So if you're struggling with any of these stated above issues, please seek help from a medical or licensed mental health specialist near you. So just to jump right in, I want to talk about what inspired me to write this episode in the first place and what actually was happening in my life when I felt compelled to write it. Um, So back on Friday, I was actually doing a meditation, and I had this intuitive download, you guys. It was the craziest thing because I I really tried to implement more of a consistent meditation practice in my life because it does truly help me with my anxiety and the depression that I've dealt with in the past. And I'm here to tell you that I typically just kind of filter my thoughts through Um, A lot of times I don't really have a lot of intuitive downloads come through during meditations. A lot of the time that I have these downloads come through is when I'm either reading or listening to something or I'm doing something completely different. So it was really cool to see my meditation practice kind of take another form and really get this intuitive download. So I believe that this intuitive download is for my spirit guides and it kept saying dark is necessary, dark is necessary, dark is necessary. And at first I was so confused because I honestly had no idea what it meant. Um, I was just thinking that it had something to do with like keeping my eyes closed, like dark is necessary to meditate. But then I kept hearing it and I kept seeing the opposite. It was the strangest thing. I was hearing dark is necessary, 
But then I kept having these visions of like rainbows and light coming to me and light coming from me and and all of these beams of light like gold and pinks and rainbow and everything that you could imagine like just what light would look like or how you would envision light looking like. Um, it was like just surrounding me. But again, I was hearing dark is necessary and I've been really going through like a lot of old shadows and, and working really hard to release them and understand them for what they are. And it's kind of been a really big goal of mine in my therapy lesson or my therapy sessions with my therapist. We've been working through a lot of old fears, old limiting beliefs, old stagnant energy that um, I've really needed to release for a very long time. So I ended up um, thinking that it was just aptly timed that I kept hearing dark is necessary because, again, one of my issues that I struggle a lot with is whenever I'm feeling down or negative, I kind of force myself to feel better instead of just allowing myself the opportunity to feel like shit. Um, so instead of just sitting in the dark and understanding it for what it is, I'm sitting there trying to like slap on positive emotions and slap on happiness and slap on a smile when I'm really deep down feeling like shit and feeling sad or feeling hurt or feeling angry, whatever it is that I'm feeling. Um, and I'm constantly, constantly working on just accepting my shadows and accepting my inner child um, trauma as it is and as they are because that's really all they need. And that's really one of the reasons why we have these shadows is because we just need to learn acceptance and learn how to really just accept ourselves for who we are instead of trying to constantly adapt to who others think we should be or not show our vulnerable side because it's deemed weak or whatever it may be. So one of the tricky things that I've also seen people struggle with and something that I myself have struggled with a lot because I am a bit of a perfectionist and I really, I am so hard on myself when I'm not feeling high vibe and when I'm not feeling like I'm doing a good job or I'm not aligned. And if I make a mistake, I really punish myself for a very long time when I could just be like, you know what, I learned the lesson, I'm moving on. Um, so this is the tricky thing about manifestation and spirituality. And this is honestly something that the majority of people miss about spirituality and manifestation. And oftentimes it's why people say manifestation is a hoax. It doesn't work. It only works for some lucky people, whatever it may be, which I want to remind you that if you are new to manifestation, you cannot turn it off. And it is always on like the law of gravity. It will always be on. You're always manifesting no matter what. Whatever your energy is saying to the universe is what you're going to get back every single time, 100% of the time. So the thing that people miss about spirituality is that you have to actually sit with your demons and your shadows. You don't try to bring them to light. You understand them for what they are. And that you understand that they are dark for a reason and that you have to actually free them from the darkness within you. That doesn't mean that you bring these shadows to light. You just sit in the dark with them. And you sit there and you understand why they're dark. You understand how they came to be. And you understand that you have the opportunity to let them go as long as you no longer resist your shadows. And again, like I said earlier, a lot of people, and myself included in this, because I'm human, I try to slap on a smile and just shower myself with affirmations and sage and crystals because everyone knows I love my crystals. But, you know, these are just tools and they are great tools, but they're not the actual healing modality. The healing modality is 
the shadow work. And the shadow work is what is going to help you unlock the abundance that's just like begging for you to make room for it. Manifestation and spirituality is all about making room for the positivity and making room for the light and making room for the abundance that wants to come into your life so badly. It's already surrounding you at every given moment, but if you're filled with all of these shadows and this anger and this resentment, you can't occupy a filled space. You're not going to be able to invite that abundance in and let it live within you if you have all of these other things clogging up your heart. So the the tools like crystal affirmations and sage are all great, but they're just tools that help clear energy and help you focus on the good and balance you out. But if you miss the shadow work and you basically miss freeing your shadows from the darkness, you cannot possibly focus on the light because again, we can only focus on one emotion at a time. So we can only feel one emotion at a time. So if we're focusing on anger and we feel anger, you can't possibly feel joy at the same time. You're only able to focus on one. And how it works is the emotion that has more meaning attached to it in any given current, like circumstance is the, is the emotion that is going to win your attention. So if you're angry about something and something's currently happening to make you angry, you're going to have more meaning attached to that emotion. So even if you try to force yourself to feel joy, there is no meaning attached to joy because you're not currently experiencing anything that will bring you joy. So the anger is going to push that joy down and basically cancel it out, which is really interesting once you realize that. So this is another reason why, and this is why I've just had so many eye-opening experiences in the last couple weeks of just sitting with my shadows and sitting with my darkness. And it's just so necessary for you to see the light. You have to understand your darkness in order to see the light, in order to experience the light of life. And the reason why is because the law of polarity. And the law of polarity basically states, in order to see the good, you must experience the bad. And it shows us that in order to know what we want, we have to first know what we don't want. So imagine if, and this is just an example, like imagine if you're trying to manifest your dream car, but you've never experienced a car that you don't want. So how on earth would you possibly know like, okay, I want a sunroof in this car. I want power steering. I want power um, windows. I want power seats. If you've never experienced not having those things. You wouldn't even know what you would want because you wouldn't be able to, you've never experienced the opposite of it. So I don't want there to be any confusion about this because I know for me, it was something that always confused me about the law of polarity because when you're starting out in manifestation, you start seeing, you know, whatever you focus on is going to expand and whatever your current thought process is, is what is going to manifest into your life. So you go around thinking, oh my gosh, I can't have any negative emotions. I can't have any negative thoughts, which is not true. Um, we're taught within manifestation that whatever you focus your energy on is what is going to manifest 100% of the time. Um, and again, you can't turn off manifestation. But I want to clear this up again because confusion ensues in this situation. So I want to make it clear that whatever you're putting or wherever you are putting your attention and whatever you're putting your attention on, and whatever you are attaching meaning to, you know, if it's a situation, a person, a thing, a desire, an emotion, that is what's going to manifest. You have to have both though. 
So you can put attention on something, but until you attach meaning to it and you attach emotion to it, that is when it will manifest. If you just put your attention on your shadow, but you don't necessarily attach any meaning or attach any emotion to it, the odds of it manifesting are very slim. Because when you pay attention to something, that just means that you are gaining clarity on something. And that's what life is all about, is gaining, gaining clarity on certain situations, emotions, things, memories, past experiences. We, we are here to learn lessons. We're here to grow as a soul. And we're here to experience everything that life has to offer as a human. So, But when you're placing attention on your shadow, it's not that you're necessarily placing emotion or meaning to it. So again, you have to pay attention to whatever you are manifesting, but there has to be meaning attached to it, good or bad. And here is an example. So if you're constantly worried about getting in a car accident and you kind of place the meaning of, well, if I get in a car accident, that means the universe is working against me and that the universe is always out to get me. Every time I'm broke, it always sends me more bills. It's going to make me get in a car accident because I'm broke. And it just, it's always working against me. Odds are you're probably going to get rear-ended on your way to work or you're probably going to rear-end someone because not only are you worried about getting in a car accident, so you're focusing your attention on it, but you're also placing emotion, the emotion of anger on getting in a car accident because if you get in a car accident, it means that the universe works against you. So that's the meaning that you've placed on it. And when you have both of the components, the odds of it manifesting are much higher. So on the other hand, if you're constantly expecting and placing your attention on having zero traffic on your way to work, you arrive safely, you had a great drive to work, you were listening to your favorite music or podcast or book or whatever it may be, you may be placing the meaning of I'm always protected and I'm always divinely guided. And odds are that you're going to get to work safely on time and without any issues. So again, you have to... Um, place meaning and give your attention to something in order for it to manifest. And this is honestly how you need to think about figuring out your shadows and sitting with them. You have to sit with them but not place the meaning. And if you have a shadow that you're unlovable because of past relationships, again, this is an example, but this is something that I struggle with. If you have a shadow that you're unlovable because of past friendships, relationships, etc., but you place no meaning on it and you just understand it for what it is, that's when you let it go. And that's when you're not going to have it manifest into your, your other relationships in the future. The moment that you place meaning on it, like I'm unlovable, that means I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, the universe doesn't want me to have what I want, that's when you're going to continue to have that lesson present itself in your life in multiple ways. If you don't learn it within the first relationship, it's going to keep presenting itself in your future relationships. Until you learn the lesson, understand why you feel that way and understand why it's still presenting itself. You have to understand, you have to learn the lesson in order for you to let it go. And part of learning the lesson is just accepting it for what it is and not trying to change it. Because a lot of our shadows just want to be accepted and just want to be understood for what they are, not tried to bring to light. Like you don't have to try to bring it to light. You just have to get in the dark with it. You know, energy flows where intention goes. And, you know, this is this is kind of just the idea of if you can kind of sit with it and not place meaning, 
you're going to be able to let it go and you're not going to have it manifest into your other relationships again, like I said. So I'm going to give you my top five tips now on bringing out your dark and accepting it. Because I know that when I was starting out, I needed someone to give me actual tangible things that I could do in order to really implement and integrate these learnings that I was going through and really trying to understand. I'm a full believer that the more you go out and teach this stuff or the more you go out and tell others about this stuff, the easier it's going to be for you to integrate and implement. Therefore, the easier it's going to be for you to attract more abundance into your life. So the first tip is to meditate. And like I mentioned earlier, I've really tried to implement more of a meditation practice into my daily routine because I, it just helps me so much. And I'm a huge supporter of meditation. And every single time I'm struggling with perfectionism or any other type of resistance to my shadows, meditation kind of clears it immediately and it really helps. So here's what I want you to do right now. Obviously, if you're driving, I want you to pause and you know, don't go further in this episode until you're at home in a distraction-free zone and you're able to close your eyes and really deep, you know, just go deep into this meditation that I'm going to say for you right now. So I want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in from your belly and out through your mouth. Deep breath in. And a deep breath out. One more time. A deep breath in. And a deep breath out of your mouth. Now, I want you to bring forward a word that holds weight with you. Something negative that you've been struggling with. Some of my examples are guilt, shame, Hurt, bitchy, mean, ugly. I want you to close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And out. And I want you to repeat after me. Universe, I am ready to release all that is no longer serving me. Please give me strength to release all that is not serving me. I am ready to release all that is no longer serving me. Please give me the strength to release all that is no longer serving me. Now I want you to hold out your hands and with your eyes still closed, I want you to picture yourself holding that word that you chose and say out loud, repeat after me. I see you. I understand you. I accept you as you are. I release you. You are free. And I want you to let go of the word. I want you to repeat this process for each negative word that comes through to you. After you have done that, say, Please give me the strength to forgive myself and others for wrongdoings. 
help me release all of the anger, hurt, and resentment. Next, I want you to say, I forgive you. I'm sorry. Thank you. I love you. Take a deep breath in. And out through your mouth like a big sigh of relief. Next, I want you to think of something positive that you are wanting to invite into your life. Think abundance, money, wealth, health, love. Take a deep breath in and say, Universe, I am open and ready to receive all the things for my highest good. I am ready to receive and accept my desires. Then I want you to hold each word in your hand and say, I welcome you. I invite you into my heart. I accept you. I am surrounded by you. Thank you. And place the word on your heart. And I want you to repeat this for every single positive thing that you want to invite into your life. Lastly, take one more deep breath in and out with a big sigh of relief. And I want you to listen to the following statement with intention and accept it as your own. Universe, thank you for supporting me and giving me the opportunity to let go of what is no longer serving me and invite in love. I accept it with open arms. I am love. I am love. I am love. You can begin to put some movement back in your fingers and toes. And you can open your eyes. I really hope that served you and I hope that you're feeling some sort of relief. And this is how I want you to continue. Whenever you are finding yourself avoiding the dark, you need to repeat this process and accept your shadows for what they are. I'm telling you, the first time I did this, which was last Friday, and I, I created this process on my own, um, it just came to me that I needed to hold out each word, accept it, let it go, and everything that I wanted to invite in, I wanted to hold, accept, and then place it in my heart. And when I did this, I literally saw like pink a pink bubble surrounding me of love. I just knew it was love. And no one could penetrate it. No one could pop it. Um, I saw, again, so many beams of light coming out from my heart. And I knew that I was just like living from love and surrender. And I knew that I was completely and 100% supported by the universe. I could feel the universal love just touching me and surrounding me. And this actually brings me to the next tip. And I believe this is tip number two. So the next tip is to live from love. Love is the language of the universe, basically. And when we live from love, we're living in alignment because we're feeling good. We're feeling happy. And we're actually, we just are love. We are made from nothing but pure love. But we are also conditioned to fear life early on, from early on in life. We are conditioned to fear money, fear power, fear 
vulnerability, fear feelings, fear anything and everything in life, basically. So the reason this happens so easily is because at birth, we actually experience a split from our soul. And our soul is driven by nothing but love. But because we are split, this is how we grow. And we must experience the split in order to experience human life fully. So it is for a very good reason. And in order to grow, we must experience the split. But when we begin to come back to our soul, we that's when we begin living from love. Because our soul is actually made from the exact same thing as the universe. We all have universal intelligence within us, but it's driven by love. <laughs> um, and the moment that we start to come back to our soul and start to come back from our split, that's when we unlock the abundance. But when we experience the split, obviously fear can creep in because we are no longer living from love. We're living from fear. But the good news is, is that when we're living from love and we make the decision to intentionally live from love, fear doesn't have as much power anymore. And I'm not sitting here saying that fear completely goes away because, again, a part of human life is to experience the fear and just if you're scared of doing something, to go after it anyway. Um, it's just that you're accepting it as it is and you're not trying to change it. That way it doesn't have as much power over you and it's not driving your life anymore. So I want to give you some examples of living from love because these are the things that I have experienced when I'm living fully from love. This is how I live my life. Forgiving yourself, number one which is the hardest thing to do in life, in my life at least, it's the hardest thing to do is to forgive myself. Forgiving others, generosity, positivity, patience. Another hard part of the process of manifestation is patience. Um, surrendering to the process of life and living in the present. When we're surrendered to the present moment um, and we're living in harm harmony with our soul we basically don't stress about the future and we don't sulk in the past we kind of just take each moment as it comes because we know deep down that we are fully supported by the universe and fully loved and we know that there can be no mistake made so great that it completely ruins everything in your life and that you go down this wrong path we understand that there are no wrong paths and that everything happens for us not to us. We know that there's a bigger plan at play and that we're divinely guided. And we also know that everything, including the darkness, is happening for us because even in the darkness, we understand that there are lessons to be learned and lessons are a beautiful thing because again, it encourages growth. It helps us become a higher version of ourselves. It helps us really understand what life is all about and that's living from love. And I want to go into tip number three um, because, again, this is something that I struggle with. I know so many other people struggle with, but we need to accept all emotions and not just the positive ones in order to see the light. Um, and I've said this a million times, but I continue to say it because it really, really, really is important. What you resist persists. So if you want to stop feeling a certain way, I'm just going to use being sad as an example. Um, you kind of just go around all day feeling really shitty, feeling sad. 
And you kind of just keep forcing a smile and telling yourself to get over it. You shouldn't feel this way. You have no valid reason to feel sad. But deep down, you're still feeling really sad and you're still feeling really shitty. Um, the reason why is because you haven't accepted that feeling. So you could go days, weeks, months with feeling sad because you are trying to force yourself out of feeling that way. You haven't allowed yourself just to be sad. You basically told that feeling that like it's not welcome here, that, you know, it shouldn't be here. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, it's kind of similar to when someone kind of is overstayed their welcome at your home, but they still won't leave. That feeling will not leave until you accept it. And you just say, you know what, I understand why I'm sad. I'm not going to try to change it. And I guarantee you that when you do this and you actually just like accept the sadness for what it is and sit with it, I'd say it takes probably no longer than 5-10 minutes to just sit down without judgment and allow yourself to feel sad. I guarantee you it's going to dissipate like instantly. <laughs> I say this because I've done it and I every time that I'm starting to feel a negative emotion instead of saying, okay, no, 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 I can't feel that way. I don't want that. I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel that way. And I just sit there and if I say, okay, I'm going to allow, I'm giving myself a five minute pity party. I'm going to sit here for a pity party and I am going to throw a fit and allow myself to feel a certain way. I'm going to allow myself to feel sad, mad, angry, resentful, whatever it is. Now, every time I do this, I swear it just, I feel relief like immediately. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm just sitting with it. I'm not trying to make it anything else. I'm not trying to force myself to feel a certain way. I'm not resisting it anymore. And therefore you're able to let it go. And it kind of just all goes back to allowing because when we allow things, it kind of puts tells the universe that you trust it. And when you trust the universe, that's when the magic happens. That's when you have full and complete faith that no matter what, even if you're sad right now, you know that there's a bigger purpose and you know that the universe has, there is there is a meaning behind every single thing that happens in your life, every emotion, everything. And a, a, a meaning, I don't mean a meaning in terms of like you're, you are placing meaning on it. I'm What I mean by that is that there's a bigger plan. There's something bigger than you that's at play. And so there is a reason for everything. And it doesn't mean that you actually attach meaning to it, but it just... It, it means that there is something bigger going on behind the scenes that you can't necessarily see yet. So the next time you're feeling sad or angry or hurt or whatever it may be, any other quote-unquote negative emotion, I want to challenge you right now to sit with it. Don't change it. Don't try to get it to go away. Sit with it and ask it what it needs because most of the time, honestly, it's just needing to be accepted and understood for what it is. All right. Tip number four, stop being so damn hard on yourself. <laughs> I say this with, it's hard for me to say this because I am so hard on myself. I am extremely hard on myself. Whenever I make mistakes, I I'm, I tend to punish myself for way longer than I should. I can't just move on and learn the lesson. But we are here to have a full human experience and that includes mistakes. Like, think about it this way. I, this is how I like to think about it, and I challenge you to think about it this way too. What if you just went through life and you were just coasting through every single thing? You never made any mistakes. Um, 
you know, we just kind of came into the world at one level and we leave it at the exact same level. We never learn anything new. We never are able to advance skills or advance our attitude towards life or advance anything, our mindset, anything, because we don't have mistakes. Like, can you imagine how fucking bored you'd be? <laughs> like, we would be so bored. I would be so bored if I didn't have any type of, like, anything that you could be like, wow, I shouldn't have done that. But you know what? Now I know better. And then you do better from the, that point on. If we didn't have any lessons or trials or tribulations, no growth, how would that feel? I want you to think about that for a second because how would it feel to not have anything that helps you grow? Because that's what mistakes do. They're, they're there to help you grow as a human being and as a soul. So the next time you make a mistake or you fuck up in any way, just accept the lesson. Tell yourself, you know what? I made a mistake. I fucked up. I'm sorry. I forgive myself and move the F on. Because honestly, the universe is going to continue to place that lesson in your life if you don't learn it. <laughs> like that's the whole picture. Like this is life. That's what life is about is coming here to grow. And the universe actually places lessons in our life at a time when we when it thinks that we have the tools to learn it. But if you continue to reject that lesson, you just get upset that you've made a mistake, you punish yourself, you tell yourself you're not a good person, you're horrible, you're awful. The universe is going to continue to place the lesson in various forms until you accept it and just move forward. And unfortunately, if you reject the lesson, this means that you're just going to have to go through it more times than you would have if you would have just accepted it and learned from it and moved on. So that is what I want you to think of the next time you make a mistake or you, if, if you mess up. Realize that if you don't learn this lesson now, the universe is going to continue to place it in your life and you're going to have to relive this mistake multiple, multiple times until you get it and until you just accept it and move on. So next time you make a mistake, I want you to say to yourself, I want you to write this down somewhere so you have it and you can say it to yourself whenever you make a mistake. I understand this lesson and I choose to learn from it. I forgive myself. Thank you universe for this lesson. I love you. This honestly helps your mind just see that like mistakes are a part of the process and fi of finding the light. And if we didn't have any mistakes, we wouldn't be able to understand the dark. Therefore, we would literally not be able to find the light in life. Like we wouldn't, you have to understand the dark first to gain the light. It's the law of polarity. It's there for a reason. You have to understand the lessons before you are able to reap the benefits of learning said lessons. So that is the, one of the number one keys in this podcast. If you take nothing else, take the following sentence. Stop being so damn hard on yourself. So tip number five, and again, one of my favorite, Favorite things that I've learned in therapy is to do a brain dump. And I do this quite often. It's a really great way to just get your feelings out on paper and kind of look at them for what they are. And again, accept and allow. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, um, it honestly can just be extremely easy to just shut off your emotions and just kind of put up walls, go into hiding, and just resist all of the emotions that are just begging to be understood, negative or positive, whatever they are. 
But again, what you resist persists. So if you want to clear these feelings of overwhelm, you have to do a brain dump. I'm telling you, these are life-changing. <laughs> a brain dump is an exercise when you basically just kind of free write every single thought that comes through, every single emotion that comes through, every single limiting belief that might come through, everything. It's just a way that, you know, if you're having an overflow of emotions that you can't process, it's a way to kind of get them out on paper and just see them for what they are. And odds are you're going to feel a million times better. And also, you're just going to see what's on that page. You're going to see that they're just words. And you are not your thoughts. You are not your words that you choose to use to describe yourself. You are not, there's no meaning attached to it. Unless we attach meaning to it. So if you attach a negative meaning to a negative emotion, it's going to linger. But if you just see the emotions for what they are, which are feelings, and you just accept each one and understand it and let it go, it's going to be much easier for you to accept it. So I know that finding the darkness within you is a hard feat, and it's honestly not fun. Um, I commend you for listening to this podcast and really searching for the darkness within you and just accepting it. Because while it's not fun... The moment you begin to make this a habit and really understand your darkness, you are going to free yourself from expectation and unlock the abundance that is just absolutely dying to have some room in your heart and in your life. As I've said prior and earlier, you know, on this podcast episode, you cannot occupy a filled space. So in order to allow that abundance in that you are dying for, you have to let go of the shit. You have to let go of the bullshit, which means letting go of your darkness, not changing it not trying to turn it into light, but accepting it and letting it go. And, you know, I just really hope this podcast episode served you in some way today. I'm always, always, always open, by the way, for questions or comments. If you had anything pop up that you need like additional clarification on, you had a really great comment or you had a really great aha moment, please either you can share it on your story and tag me and rewrite you know, or write down what your aha moment was. Or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can talk about it. I'm literally always here to support you, babes. So thank you so much again for taking the time to tune in today. I am just so grateful for you tuning in to the Listing Out podcast. This podcast is everything to me and it's just, it helps me process my own spiritual journey and I hope it helps you do the same. Again, I'm so grateful for you and I love you. Go get your bliss on. Thank you so much for listening to the Blissing Out podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. Please leave a review below about something you learned. Hit subscribe. And as always, feel free to follow me on Instagram at blissingoutblog. I look forward to your next time tuning in. Spread light.